In this series, we're looking at habits and patterns of following Jesus day by day. But we're also looking at everyday activities and how they can remind us of the gospel of Jesus. Take getting dressed. Clothing comes up early in the Bible. When Adam and Eve first sinned, they realized they were naked. And so they made fig leaf clothes for themselves. It's a ridiculous scene and obviously very poor choice of clothing, but it's deep. They felt shame for the first time. Something all of us will have felt many a time. And their response, like ours so often is, is to try and cover themselves. They do a terrible job of it. But in Genesis 3, the Lord comes. And after explaining the consequences of their sin and the hope of the gospel, we see that the Lord made garments of skin for them and clothed them. That is the answer to our guilt and shame. We need to be clothed by the Lord. But it's a clothing that requires sacrifice. Of course, Jesus is the Lamb of God who becomes naked, takes our sin and shame upon the cross for us in order that we might be clothed in his clothing, his righteousness, his right relationship with the Father. The Bible picks up on this again and again. In Galatians 3 it says, So in Christ Jesus you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who are baptised into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. We see this theme illustrated nicely in the story of Jacob and Esau. They're these twins who couldn't be more different. Esau was this hairy hunter and Jacob a smooth-skinned chef. Esau, as the older brother, would inherit his father's blessing and inheritance. But through short-sightedness, he put his belly before his blessing and he sold his birthright to his brother for a stew. Not honouring this, Esau made agreement with his dad to receive the blessing and the inheritance, but not before his dad requested him to go out and hunt and make his favourite meal. Well, Jacob's mum, Rebecca, heard about this plan, and she knew that the Lord, before the twins were born, had promised that the younger, Jacob, would be blessed. She came up with a plan for Jacob to go in with a meal and receive the blessing and inheritance. But what about that problem of the physical difference between Jacob and Esau? Well, Isaac was losing his sight, and so Rebecca dressed Jacob in Esau's clothing. She put goat skins on his hands and his neck. I mean, Esau must have been one hairy guy. But in Jacob went. At first, Isaac was suspicious at the voice, but then as Jacob approached him with the food, Isaac caught smell of Esau's clothes and said, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. And then he blessed him. John Calvin, the great theologian, picked up on something that the church father Ambrose said about this story. He saw how it echoed the gospel of us being clothed with the righteousness of Jesus and thus are able to come into the presence of the Father and be blessed rather than cursed. He said, Nothing that, as he did, not of himself, deserved the right of the firstborn, concealed in his brother's clothing and wearing his brother's coat, which gave out an agreeable odour, he ingratiated himself with his father, so that to his own benefit he received the blessing while impersonating another. And we, in like manner, hide under the precious purity of our firstborn brother, Christ, so that we might be attested righteous in God's sight. John Bradford, an English reformer and martyr who lived in the 16th century, 
so that when we get dressed, we should call to mind how we are incorporated into Christ. Again, how he clothes us and nourishes us under his wings. So let's remember this as we get dressed. If we trust Jesus, we have been clothed with his righteousness and can enter into the presence of the Father as if we were Jesus.